0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have Jaime back on the show, and the two of us talked through a few major topics that came up this past week. Number one, the fact that he was able to take a look at the brand new, most powerful Galaxy device, which turned out to be a laptop, but he was able to actually go to a place to get briefed on it and to do a hands-on, something we haven't been able to do in over a year, way more than that even. After that, we do talk Apple, and the first thing we talk through are the AirTag. Yes, I said that right, it's AirTag. Apparently, the plural for AirTag is AirTag. (laughs) There are also some thoughts regarding these tracking devices that we go through, and then finally we get into more tracking with the Tracking Transparency app. No, it's the other way around. It's the app tracking transparency layer in the new iOS 14.5. So, yes, we have some thoughts on Facebook because that's part of the story. But with all of that said, we're going to go ahead and jump into this episode of the Now Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for kicking it with us and enjoy the episode.
1: All right. All right. So... The first thing you told me was not about my noise-canceling headphones, but about the fact that this is the first time you see me with eyeglasses.
0: <laughs> this is true. Uh, <laughs> I think this is the first time. I don't think I've ever seen you wear eyeglasses before. Um, and on the topic of glasses, I don't know if you can notice here, there's a little Razer logo. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs>
1: These razors, like razors are not Razer's PR is the best. <laughs> they reach out for me for cases, and that's about it. Oh.
0: I... I had to press them pretty hard to get these. And I was like, yeah, one of my, one of my ways of getting it was like, I am actually nearsighted. So this would be awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> but they're actually not bad. Um, the, uh, I'm going to be doing like my thoughts on my channel and whatnot. And I'd be happy to do one for pocket now as well. It took, yeah, yeah. it course. took weeks for these to come back because you have to send them into a, a company to get the prescription lenses in. So these have been out for oh, a while, but, but it took a while.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Huh? Yeah. All right. So these
0: finally came in a few days I, ago. I, I, I I, I'll stick
1: to my Warby Parker. Sorry about that. They
0: look good. I mean, that that is what it is. Um, all right. So there are a few main things that we had this particular week. Uh, some pieces of news, one big update. But the first thing, actually, now that I think about it, the first thing I wanted to talk about is first of all, I'm jealous because you have had an experience recently that many of us haven't, and that's actually going to a place To get a briefing, (laughs) to get to check out a device.
1: (laughs) And I'm very jealous. I walked in there and Mike Yeager was there. And obviously, you know, dude, I love Samsung for their protocols. Like it's uh, an exclusive briefing. Nobody else was there. I saw the place be sanitized in front of me wow. before I could walk in. So you arrive, you arrive at the time that they set and then you see them sanitize it so that you feel comfortable in the location. They're still saying hi with their shoulders and, and, and their <laughs> elbows that, you know, that's the new normal. Um, but the funny part, like, you know, we see each other with Mike Yeager and Mike is like, dude, I haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, literally, like we've <laughs> seen each other on video. But yeah, oh, my God, we haven't seen each other in what, a year and a half? Mm-hmm. It's crazy i was like wow
0: i think it was literally a samsung briefing which was the last time we all saw each other technically
1: it was the last time we all saw each other man and then that was galaxy s21 it was Mm -hmm. that sorry galaxy s20 that was the last briefing we all went to then we went then we went to unpacked and then all hell froze over and the rest is history but yeah no so um We did not have much time. We only had an hour, which I love the comments, man. The comments are all like, yeah, but how could you say that this is better than MacBook Air? I'm like, I didn't say that. Like, (laughs) how could you say that this? I'm like, it's lighter. Like, uh, you can't beat physics. If there are are less numbers in the scale when you measure one product versus the other, that means the MF is lighter. And therefore, I have to say that that's better because, I mean... How could not, you know, 6,000 series aluminum? I, I don't know. The thing is, the review unit's already waiting in New York. Oh, nice. Uh, and, dude, I, wow. Okay, so I highly recommend that people watch David Kogan's recent video on Intel. Because, listen, I, you know, I think that Intel was, like, preparing their 11th gen chips. And then they presented them to Apple. And Apple was like, sorry, we have, like, we've been waiting. It's been too long. We've got the M1. We were hoping that your 11th gen chips would be better than the M1, but they're not. I can't confirm that. What I can tell you from David Kogan's video is they are very close, very close. And so, you know, if, like, Samsung launches this, Ultra, dude, that thing, I was holding the fifth, I remember, so I think I didn't pay attention to the briefing because I, I was, I did pay attention, but I, I couldn't, like, there was a time where I lost communication, so I never heard the part where these, how light these things were, mm-hmm. like, and I just received an LG Gram 17 inch, and I held that thing, and it was like, wow, so light, so great, this is amazing, but it's flimsy, like, if you hold the screen, you think that thing's going to break even if it's mil-spec. And so, yeah, you know, I walk into the briefing, the laptops are nice. Like, for me, they had me at S-Pen. Like, I really, like, for me, if it was four pounds or ten pounds, they had me at S-Pen. That's all I wanted. OLED screen with S-Pen right there. And then I remember, like, halfway through the briefing, I grabbed the 15-inch to do a little clip with Diego, who's on camera, and then I'm like, whoa, oh. And I, I start like flipping the, the thing and I'm like, okay, no, not flimsy. I'm like, whoa, okay. And so I start looking into the specs. The 15-inch Pro is lighter than the 13-inch MacBook Pro. Mm. The 15-inch, Not even. I'm not even talking versus the 16-inch MacBook Pro. I'm talking it's about half a pound lighter than the 13-inch MacBook Pro. That's awesome. I was like, whoa, I was thrown back. So, no, the experience was nice. I um um again, we only had an hour, so I couldn't, you know, provide any sort of opinions or anything. It was only a hands-on video. <laughs> Well, um, there's. We had to rush.
0: Well, there is one aspect to those laptops that I'm. And again, I, I love that you brought up Kogan's video, both now and in your hands on video, because that was a very informative uh, look into what Intel's trying to do with current laptops. Now, the 11th yeah. gen, I've actually used a, a laptop with the 11th gen. It was the Asus uh, ZenBook Duo 14. Which and, for
1: me, the first one is that LG Gram, that's 17 inch.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I, I can say pretty confidently right now that. As long as you're not more of a power user, even a creative user, the M1 and the i the, and the 11th gens are pretty on par, especially when you factor in like productivity and whatnot. The moment you start video editing, obviously the M1, it's it's got its graphics cores already installed. It's a different beast. That's simply not the case with um, the current Intel graphics, integrated graphics. It's um iris xe right there's a yeah
1: but then but then that chip is not necessarily a slouch it's just a different it's a different approach Mm -hmm. it's just a different approach that's the that's the thing
0: the thing i really loved from kogan's video though and again we're gonna shower a bit of praise to the guy um the 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 main part that really informed me was the evo certification and my number one question when it came to those samsung laptops because they called it the most powerful galaxy ever or something like that and i will admit i was like i was i think i feel like we had the same feeling i hope it's not a phone i hope it's not a phone (laughs) because we have enough (laughs) phones right yeah um but to see the evo certification that made perfect sense so i actually didn't have too many questions because i'm already informed as to what evo means 1080p screen at around 10 hours of battery life fast charging um and a lot of good performance so like i like this evo thing going on
1: Yeah, but you just mentioned my biggest problem with that laptop right now. Like off the bat, if like if you grab the LG gram, it's quad HD. Mm -hmm. It's 17 inches, but it's quad HD. If you grab any, you grab the 999 MacBook Air, it's retina. Retina resolution is almost quad HD. And so. To go from that, like, I find it hilarious how we've had Quad HD and even 4K on phones for years, Mm -hmm. and yet laptops, particularly Windows laptops, have been so behind in screen resolution. And so when Samsung launched the 4K Chromebook, uh, you remember the Galaxy Chromebook in 2019, the yeah. red one, or 2020? Yeah, it was 2020. Like when they launched that thing, I was like, "Oh my god, yes! One company is going to push 4K finally on laptops." I had already been using 4K on the on the Dell Precision Pro, but you know, it was a five thousand dollar laptop, mm-hmm. and so to bring it to the mainstream with the Chromebook, I was just so happy. And then, like. I I even asked and I even asked like why 1080p like I get it that it's an AMOLED screen I I love OLED it's gonna be amazing but why 1080p like could you just give me Quad HD (laughs) like if there is a place where Quad HD makes sense it's a laptop like there like even Windows looks so different Mm -hmm. when you have more resolution it's just you can throw more things on the screen it's 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 so much more productive.
0: I, I agree with you there, the resolution, because even that ZenBook Duo 14 I was working with, those were 1080p screens. And I was like, it's a little, I know it's a 14-inch laptop, but it's a little cramped. And I realized it's because of the Evo certification. Those are the guidelines that all of these laptops have to adhere to and Intel put them forth. No, us. So
1: I think that that's a minimum because the LG Gram is, is Quad HD.
0: Well, you're not going to get 10 hours of battery life if it's over 1080p.
1: Uh, actually, that's hard, <laughs> It, but it, you kind of can get it on that gram, dude, but it's massive. The thing about the gram is I tried to fit it in my suitcase and it's massive. <laughs> um, But listen, I, I think that uh, I, all right, if you're going to force me to be 1080p right now, just because of that, I don't think it's because of the certification. I think that's just the minimum. Okay. Your screen has to be no less than this. And provide me with those benefits, which is all fine. You know, I just, wow, it's, th- this is the problem. I I have a specific video that's uh, that's still waiting for approval from the sponsor, but it has, a it, it, it's part of the discussion of the MacBook Air and just how much of a better value that laptop is than almost anything. I want you to name me one computer because right now you can find the MacBook Air $100 off everywhere. Mm-hmm. Name one computer that costs 899 and gives you more than 1080p on that screen. I can't. I can't think Let of alone one. be color accurate, support the DCI P3 color gamut. And you can argue all you want about the damn bezels. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like in the end, I don't chew up the bezels as much as I chew up the content. And for people to think that what we're looking for is detail, when we talk about resolution. That's not the way it works. Yeah. The more resolution you have, the more content you're able to portray on a single window. And so for smaller laptops it makes a lot more sense like it's one of the reasons why when when i when i was asked would i want the 15 or the 13 inch model i said i want the 13 because in the end i'm able to take more advantage of pixel density the smaller the chat the canvas mm-hmm. and so uh, you know i i that's the only thing like in absolutely everything else dude those laptops are fantastic like that like for me think about it that um the 13 inch model is pretty much almost the weight of a mac of an ipad air of an sorry of an ipad pro 12.9 and so it's that thing where wait it's that but it's also got the keyboard and it's also like it doesn't have the s-pen but who cares like meaning it's not snapped in but dude it's such a like at the starting price of 11.99 it is not bad if you're going to give me that, that you know, the Wacom digitizer, if you do the keyboards, great, like the feel of the laptop. And another thing that I noticed, you know, Windows computers struggle with that trackpad. Like very yeah. few get that right. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. That is one of the computers that gets that right. Okay. You know, and and this is just for me playing with them for an hour. I was like, oh, this is so good. And for me, the other thing is the ecosystem. It's like, uh, you know, a, a lot of people are going to call it bloatware. I really don't care. The thing is, call you know, call. I think that the only problem is that Apple, you know, in their Macs, you could call, you can't call it bloatware because these are not apps. Like for example, AirDrop is not an app. Um, you know, a lot of these elements are services that are baked within the the operating system, and so you don't see them as apps. Whereas in the case of of About, Samsung's approach yeah. with Windows, these are all separate apps on the Finder. And it's
0: all iPhone. layers on top of the existing Windows architecture. So right. it feels like I get what you're saying it there. It
1: feels like bloatware, but it's not. Like if you have a Galaxy phone, this is the laptop you should get. Period.
0: Does this one have the um because wasn't it the book flex that had the um the wireless charging in the in the pad? Does this one have that it too? It does not. <laughs> oh. And
1: honestly, Josh, I'm sorry. It was it's a pretty cool feature don't get me wrong i just never used it
0: oh okay i threw it on sometimes just, when the laptop was plugged in
1: i mean my <laughs> phone already does it so honestly for me it's like it's nice to have but if that is what like you remember the book flex was not a cheap computer no it wasn't so if that allowed them to, cha- to shave the price tag i'm down oh sure if that allowed for them to shave the the footprint of the laptop i'm down like mm-hmm. i have no problem dude I, I, and the other thing that i'm like oh god they all have micro SD expansion and all my like, there are already V60. Well, I'm not sure if V90, but I do know that there are already V60 memory cards in micro SD. And so I'm like, crap, I should have bought my camera SD cards and in, in micro SD for this thing. And that way it would be just an easy import, no dongles, but oh well. Fair.
0: Um, I, the only thing, and this will be the last point we make on these laptops. It's the usual one when we find laptops that are sleek and portable and very light like this. It's just for people like you and me, it's still hard to use these laptops as straight up video editors. It's possible, but it's not the best for it.
1: It is, but here's the thing, Josh, um, I'm willing to give it a try. Oh, same. same. I'm willing to give it a try with DaVinci Resolve because the beautiful thing about these laptops is they've got Thunderbolt 4. You and I have an eGPU. And so I don't mind going out and, you know, starting a project and getting to a certain point. And if the computer starts chugging, then when I get home, I just connect it to the eGPU and I get more power. Yeah. And so it is a modular computer through and through.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah, that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, I, I think in the case of the M1, probably the reason why for me the M1 is just so mind-boggling is because you don't have to worry about what you're running. Like, you don't even, th- like, it, like, uh, you can use Final Cut Pro, and it behaves just like if you were using Microsoft Excel. Like, there is no difference in how the computer will chug it. Like, right now I'm using an M1, and, and, you know it's it it's just a different approach to computing where it's like an iPad app and so you can't tell that you're running a video editor just that's how well optimized it is and so let's I'm I'm really curious cuz dude even Intel Intel made a big deal about these Samsung laptops Microsoft dude to see Panos on that event I'm like <laughs> wait Panos didn't you just sell me that Microsoft Surface laptop I mean I would have said nothing if they got me Satya Nadella or somebody from like Microsoft. Yeah. But they gave me the Microsoft devices guy. I'm like, hey, I'm here to talk about the amazing competitors that Samsung is just launching. I found that hilarious. But hey, I mean, it is what it is.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not going to get into it, but I've heard some good things about the new Surface laptop, by the way. Like, it would be kind of nice to check that one out, too. Like, we're getting Uh, some good ones.
1: I love Microsoft PR the same. Like, they sent me the Surface Book 3, and then... And then the Surface Duo launched, and they went completely radio silent.
0: <laughs> we gotta like, we gotta inundate
1: their inboxes at some point. I'll reach out. I'll <laughs> reach out because I do want that. I do want that Microsoft Surface laptop. Would
0: love to try it for sure. Yeah. Um, same. All right. So earlier on during this discussion, you did mention the iPad Pros. Those, of course, the new ones are not going to be out yet. But you did get your hands on some of the new products, so we're going to talk about that after the break. Some big announcements or some big things happened this week for Apple. First thing we'll talk about is some hardware, some products. Um, How many... Okay, first of all, didn't Apple say that the plural of these is supposed to be AirTag? AirTags is technically incorrect.
1: Uh, You're right. It's AirTag.
0: Yeah, it's weird, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're right.
0: We all still call them AirTags, but apparently the... I mean, there's no dictionary definition. No, right?
1: even the box says AirTag. Well, yeah. I mean, if we try to apply dictionary principles, camel case would have been dead like immediately. <laughs> Indeed,
0: um, but yeah. How many? Uh, how many of the AirTag have you gotten? That sounds weird. To I
1: you. got four AirTag with me. attack <laughs> of four. You know what's hilarious? I just I the moment that I saw accessories for the AirTag on Amazon, I was slow to pull the trigger. And now I can't find any.
0: Oh no. Well, I mean, they must have had at the Apple Store if, if you went. I don't know, but they must oh, have yeah yeah, no, they must I, have had I, like the I, super I, expensive like 400 dollars
1: <laughs> No, dude, they've got like you can order the $40 keychain sl- you know, I, I really want to make a video. I, I want to make a video uh, about how Apple is so good about launching incomplete products <laughs> No company d- makes incomplete products better than Apple. I think the best example was the iPhone X when that launched. Like that camera hump, w- people don't remember what camera humps looked like before the iPhone X. But that camera hump was so massive that unless you put a case on it, it would wobble horribly on a table. And so it's an invitation to put a case on me. Sure. Um, you, you see the same with the Max where... If you want any functionality, you need to buy dongles for them. You see the case for the iPad, where if you want to take advantage of it, you also have to order a $400 keyboard. (laughs) So you go third party, obviously. And then you have to buy an $129 Apple Pencil. And so when you see the price tag at the end, uh, I'm I'm even shocked that MacBooks don't lack a keyboard, for example, or something. (laughs) like. Because we were having this conversation with Narav yesterday, where it was like... uh, no, we're not like because we ordered the iPad Pros for review, and it was like, no, we're not gonna order that four hundred like, dollars. Like it four hundred dollars for a keyboard? Like like on what planet like <laughs> is that logical? But then the biggest problem is not I don't think it's the problem is how incomplete the product is is how it does disservice to its to its whole design purpose. Mm -hmm. You have an amazing iPhone. You would not be willing to carry without a case. Why? One, because you don't want to break it. Two, because you don't want to break it because it's $500 to replace the back. (laughs) And so it's cheaper to carry it with a case. Sure. Uh, But then you lose the whole purpose of this. And so, okay, what can I say about AirTag? Uh, I have one in my wallet. I put one in my isn't it kind of thick
0: for your wallet though? I've seen some thick wallets is. today. I'm trying,
1: to, I'm trying to look to where I left my oh here it is. It is, but my wallet is not small. And so hold on, <laughs> it's like right in there. Oh, okay. Uh and so because my wallet closed it doesn't close that bad. It's fine. Okay. I had actually a tile inside my wallet, anyways. And so, you know, I'm just going to try it out, see if it breaks any of my credit cards and <laughs> and actually helps me out in the process because I need to stop using them. Yeah. Um, where else but, will you be putting uh, these?
0: Like, where where do you plan on putting the other three?
1: So, obviously, okay, so I keep my key separate. So, car key and apartment key are separate. Hmm. And then um, one in the bag and one in the wallet, and that's me. I don't need it for I, – I just – but we go back, like – you, you, like these products are not self contained, and that's the problem. Like the AirTag sadly has no loop, no keychain hole like the Galaxy Smart Tags. True. You've got nothing. And so, it, unless you buy like a tile or a Galaxy Smart Tag, they are not self-contained. You have to buy accessories for them. And so, you know, a thirty, a twenty-nine dollar product just became seventy bucks just because you need the keychain holder. Unless you're able to find something cheap on Amazon, which is currently still not available, and their quality might be debatable.
0: I think. Uh- the crafty people are going to be like knitting so many things for their <laughs> Oh dude, so
1: no, we posted it on pocketnow.com today. A guy that was able to drill a hole in that thing oh just God. to be able to loop something in there. <laughs> and I don't, I don't blame the guy. Like, seriously, I, God, like this is my biggest problem with Apple. This whole concept of incomplete products where we're going to make you know and, and you know it's it's that thing I get it it's the hardware store paradigm where you go buy cement and yes that'll help you build you you need that but you also need to buy the bricks and uh, and you know so cement on its own is not a product without the sum of its parts and to a certain degree yes you can use an iPad without the pencil but then what's the selling point for it? Sure and so I, I am frustrated with products that just don't include these things in the box. Yeah, I think Microsoft, like it's one of my problems with the Microsoft Surface, the Surface without, you know, it's you have to buy the keyboard accessory and then the I think that they now include the pencil, but it's that like why and and it's why I love products like the Galaxy Note where the S Pen is included in the damn product. Yeah, it makes it, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. So um, obviously you've just gotten into the AirTag and there have been some testing, some reviews here and there. Some people are doing their tests on it still. I did read a couple of articles and watched like one or two videos on it. These things seem almost dangerously powerful.
1: Um, so I had not read Brenda's article. Oh, my God. Yeah, Everyone, yeah. please. Mashable.com. Look for Brenda's article. Because um, I had not read it until you sent it to me. Yeah. And that's, that's a test that I would love to
0: do. I personally actually want to do it. Uh, uh, side note, uh, Disneyland just opened today. And I was like, if I can go with a friend, I'll give them an AirTag and we just go nuts. And I'll be able to track them exactly where they are in that big ass theme park. Because <laughs> yeah. it's that stupidly accurate. And it's, it's a little bit scary because on the one hand, you have Apple trying to make these privacy uh, features so that if someone throws an AirTag like in your bag or near you, it will alert you that, there's a tracker nearby that might be tracking your whereabouts, but there are some yeah. loopholes to the system. And this is where Brenda's um, review comes in.
1: Yeah, I love Brenda's article because if you watch Marquez's video, all he says, you know, they, they got the products of it earlier. And all he says is they've got these security elements where you will know if you're being tracked. If you watch Renee Ritchie's video where he has Apple executives on record, they are all mentioning the security features The only thing is they never mentioned the catch. They never told, Yeah. like until I read Brenda's article, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So you're telling me that if I drop an AirTag in somebody's purse, like they will not know that they're being tracked until hours later if they have a phone with iOS 14.5. Yeah. If they don't, it could take up to two days.
0: Yeah. Two or three days before it itself will beep. Because it's far away from the range of the original user, which is like, that blows my mind. And like, okay, I get where some of the, because at its simplest level, putting it on like some keys or in your wallet and you lose your wallet or keys, it gives you precision tracking. So you you know exactly what direction to go to find your stuff. That makes perfect sense. There's another situation that I actually thought of where, what if we're all at like a trade show and we have to split up? At least we know where the other person is. You know, there's a little I bit of- I love
1: that. I had not thought about that until you mentioned that right now. I'm like, wow, yeah. I can actually go to the mall with my kids and just give each one a tracker. Exactly. And be like, this is how I know where you guys are.
0: But then, of course, the nefarious people out there could find way worse things to do with these. And it's- Oh, yeah. They got to close the, those the loops the toxic, because-
1: The toxic Latino girlfriends of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Of human history. You ever watch Should that? Should not be alerted um, about this product. You ever watched way, that Netflix
0: no. show? You. It's a little bit like that. No. Yeah. It's the, literally no. the whole show is about a stalker. The main character is a stalker. <laughs> oh my god. It's nuts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can think of situations where it would come in really handy, and then the same exact situations are also kind of dangerous. And when you told me the other week about why the AirTag are so interesting the fact that the find my network is so robust because how many apple products are out in the world that made perfect sense and i love that that network is so robust but it also leads to these issues it also leads to the fact that all of these things can happen um right i think that in apple's case maybe they have to shorten those windows or they have to be a lot more obvious about the uh, tracking detection or anything like that. It's it's kind of odd because these things are, like you said, they're so small that you could easily lose them or make it so that someone can't find them. Can you imagine someone putting an air tag like under the wheel well of your car?
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah. I Listen, I, I don't know. I To a certain degree, I – and I'm sure – it's only a matter of time before somebody hacks into one of these things and is able to remove the beeping mechanism or cancel it out oh, yeah. and still use it. And then how do you realize, unless you've got an iPhone with iOS 14.5, that you're being tracked? And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of creepy. And I even wonder, because I don't know if you noticed, but there's packaging of these AirTag. AirTag. <laughs> there's, tra- there's packaging of these AirTag that is, is dated 2019. There's really? 2019 packaging, 2020 packaging. I checked mine and it says 2021. So it's like, okay, interesting. All right. I'm, I'm going to check Diego's packaging to see how how his came out. But like for me, I find them useful, but they're not useful for the things that I need yet. And it has everything to do with their accessories, hmm. which I feel that Tile has a much more robust solution. Um where they make one that can fit your wallet, they make one that can, that can magnetically clamp to something. like it's not as robust as Apple's ecosystem. Like if I'm out of the United States, in, I'm in Honduras, nobody has a tile. Yeah, but a lot of people have iPhones, and that's why the Find My network makes so much sense. Um, but like for example, you want to know what I always forget? Hmm. If I'm in my apartment in Honduras, if I want to let anybody into the apartment, I have to open the electric garage gate. Uh, that's the only way to let anybody in. And so I will bring the the control from the car all the way to the fourth floor where I'm at. And so I always lose that damn control. Every time I'm trying to leave my apartment, I'm like, where the hell did I leave this thing? And so I want something that can clamp magnetically to my control for example sure and so for me it's cool because it becomes a tracker for my car the moment i just grab the control put it in the car grab the control take it out and i know where the car is it's in the garage so like for me that use case works but then the accessories don't for the money like dude i mean for a hundred bucks for a pack of four could you please just throw in one accessory like God like it cannot be this like whole business of I'm going to sell you the bare bones product and then you figure out how to use it.
0: True. Not even like a little plastic silicone thing that has a loop on it, like that would have been. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. And and you know what's funny? The, funny? the funny thing is this is so not Apple. Like Apple in the past was the company that would sell you a laptop and they would have the extension cord in the MacBook Pro box. They would sell you, a, if you bought their Pro lineup, you would get that extension cord and you would get a chamois to clean that thing. And <laughs> those chamois were so good that I still have the two chamois from the last two MacBook Pros that included it. Hmm. Um, And so it's these stupid little things that, like, why? Why does it have to be so complicated? Well, this is the latest...
0: this is the latest mm-hmm. iteration of no power brick with the phones and like you figure it out you charge your phone the way that you think you can God, or... <laughs> but
1: but but you know I I really don't understand this double standard of companies you give me the whole environmental argument but then you launch the Samsung Galaxy A52 with all adapters yeah all nine yards and it's so cheap and and it's got a headphone jack and it's you know I just I don't get it like I don't understand what is the need of the double standard? And then you've got the anti-modern smartphones from Sony. They've got everything. Like mm-hmm. they they even added an extra button, not just for the camera, but also for the Google Assistant. And so it's one of those things where it's like, whoa, like these guys, like why why? Like, why do that? That's me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's a weird thing. And this is this is a little bit conspiracy theory of me. Um I hope that this whole AirTag thing doesn't turn into a huge problem because it might end up making people who have like Android phones actually think about for my safety, I need an iPhone with 14.5 <laughs> on it. It's like, that's, that's the little conspiracy theory of me, but I wouldn't put it past Apple if that was like a weird,
1: I had never thought of that. Cause I if have you have an Android
0: phone, you you can't, you can't get the, 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 you
1: don't get it until two days later. Exactly. Yes.
0: It, and that's, that's a little scary to me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of uh, iOS 14.5, that is the other thing that happened this week. Um, It has released on top of, you know, all of the features that are uh, tied to the AirTag and all of that stuff. But there was one feature I feel like we should talk about at least a little bit. Uh, It's the if I can find it real quick, app tracking transparency. So
1: thank God for that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, so, by the way, this is a, the article is from Brenda Stoliar from, uh, and I hope I didn't butcher your your last name, Brenda. I'm sorry, uh, but she's she's on Nashville. Yes. Uh, Air tags are scare are scarcely good at tracking items and people. I know because I tried and she provides like an entire walkthrough of how to get it done and how she could do it because she had the air before embargo. And so she tried it with her friends who did not have iOS 14.5 mm-hmm. and she was able to prove it. And so, yeah.
0: She even puts um, the text messages of like, are you at, so- and it's like an accurate Address Accurate and they're all like what, <laughs> and
1: she's like, oh my god, stalker. <laughs> what? Well, read the article. Like, like she does such a. She's so talented. She's amazing, and she is a friend of ours, by the way. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. So the app tracking thing. Um. Mm-hmm. I love it. I. So I love that the moment you act, the moment you install the update. It is set by default that nothing can track you. And, you know, a lot of people, I, I, you know, I think that I, I know what's the first podcast where we get Nick Gray, us three in the same room. Yeah, Let's talk about transparency because Nick has a very, a completely different view. He, he like, he already bought into the Facebook Kool-Aid where we <laughs> enable small businesses and we do this. And, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad argument. I mean, even Brandon Who's our COO? I was about uh, to say uh, Brandon, Brandon was. Benjamin. Brandon
0: tweeted. I yeah. think it was something like it was
1: like I like it because I, I prefer ads to be served. And I'm, yes. like, you know, to a certain degree. I'm like, yes, Brandon. I did get the Amazon ads that offered me diapers like seven years ago. So I do understand where you're at. You know what my problem is? My problem is what what is your worth as a consumer? If not everything, you're worth everything to the brand right now these CEOs are in their freaking yachts and cashing in on these amazing bonuses making money with our behavior yeah so how is it logical that I am al- uh, that I allow my information to feed somebody else's tires for the car that their security guards are using like why like i'm like it's not just should i allow applications to track me i don't mind allowing applications to track me if i get paid for it i'm sorry i was about to
0: say because there are some arguments right now like why don't we get paid for our data and i think isn't that an andrew that's an andrew yang uh argument as well i believe uh i don't know i think he was saying that but yeah like so so what would that look like
1: now that you've brought it up? Dude, like- do you realize how big the advertising, the track, the dude, look at Facebook. They're a monster. Look at Google. They are a monster. Look at Amazon. It's the same thing. Yeah. And how do they make money uh, You know, on ad tracking? Dude, there are creepy things. There's an airline. It's hilarious because the CEO of this airline used to be my boss. Uh, the airline's called Volaris in Mexico. Their application uses the camera of your phone to notice by your gestures if you have intent to buy. <laughs> and based on that is the ticket prices you're gonna get from their app. Jeez. Enrique, you, you know, we're good friends. Enrique such a such an amazing person. But this is just an example of the power of these applications. And by the way, for anybody that's debating if that's real or not, there's a whole New York Times article on this. Mm. And well, I was this, like, "This geez, is the Enrique's scary part." And it's a genius. But I was like, "Oh my god, this guy, he's the best." Like,
0: I- <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the layer, right? Because a lot of people don't realize they think that okay. Uh, Casually, people will say, "Oh, the phone is always listening to me because they say something, and then an Amazon ad comes in for the thing that they just mentioned like two days ago." That's one part, but it's also it's also in the code for apps like Facebook, and Facebook in particular is like the main culprit. If you're on Facebook and then you put it away, like you go to a different app, it knows what app you went to, so it knows what you're looking at and sends that data to Facebook. That's when you get the targeted ads in like Instagram and whatnot.
1: And by the way, you should watch the video. Uh, there's an interview mm-hmm. of Hair Force One, you know, Craig Federiki. Mm-hmm. There's a full interview on the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Joanna Stern, she's always amazing. Um, and it's they explain that. They explain that it's not just that apps are tracking you. It's that one app is tracking how you move to another app. Yeah. And they I mean, yeah. talk to each other over, I was shopping for this, and so the other app, like I was shopping for Allbirds, and I have been seeing Allbirds ads on my frickin' phone for weeks. Allbirds, I'm not buying your damn things. (laughs) Leave me alone. I'm
0: not Michael Fisher.
1: (laughs) No, I bought a pair. They're nice. They're just, they're overpriced for what they are. Like, Mm. no. But the point being is, I... Listen, I have benefited from some of these targeted deals. Uh, I, you know, I, I need lights all the time and I get these like fire deals and I'm sure that they have to do with my behavior and my search. And that's all great. Like sometimes I do want that layer. My biggest problem is, again, if I am going to be used for you to make money, what does that call you? That calls you a pimp. <laughs> Well, that's what I was asking
0: earlier was like, what does the model of the user getting paid look look like? Is it sense to an ad? Is it kind of like AdSense on YouTube? But we're creators, so that's why we're on it.
1: But yeah, I, yeah. L- listen, dude, I have to honestly, again, targeted ads have their benefit, mm-hmm. but they benefit the consumer from the perspective that I would rather get a suggestion. If I'm looking for something, I would rather get a suggestion. What most people don't know is that those suggestions don't come for free. It's not just the ad. These are, these are um, how do you call these, auctions. Mm-hmm. And so when you get an ad for a product, you're not necessarily getting an ad for the best product. You're getting an ad for the product that paid Whoever. most of yeah. the auction for their marketing. And so are you really being recommended the best for what you're looking for you don't know but because it came up in an ad on your Instagram feed it becomes a thing and so it's it's a very difficult topic whether you mm-hmm. i i just i feel that the correct thing to do is dude there are companies that are called data miners like <laughs> listen here i i get it like why don't you do pull an amazon which is if you want to buy a kindle without ads it's this price if you want to buy a Kindle with ads, it's this price. And it's the same with phones. If you allow us to track you, we, we will give you an $100 discount when, I, when you buy the phone. Why mm-hmm. not? Yeah. You know, these companies are going to make some extra money off my back that'll go through their trillion dollar market cap, which, by the way, is now two. I'm sorry, but I I what's in it for me? Mm-hmm what's in it for me? It is incorrect. It is incorrect for you to use me for you to make money. I like, again, this is like a pimp and prostitution where they're (laughs) using me for my data and they're getting paid. And what am I getting? Yeah. No, I'm getting nothing. I'm just getting another reason to consume. And so fine. If anybody gets offended over the analogy that I'm using, give me another one. Like, I just I don't see it to be correct that I don't get a say but then you know companies these companies have been amazing at making these smartphones a necessity. And sure you can choose to not buy a smartphone and you're completely out and that's the argument that Apple and all these companies make. For sure. Which is a valid argument. You don't need the smartphone. The problem is when you get to the point where like you know companies like Bank of America for example now have like absolutely everything that you want to do goes through the app. And the pandemic has really heightened how much these companies are figuring out ways for you to not visit their branches, for you to be able to do everything on your phone. Mm-hmm. And it's come to the point where, like, I'll give you an example. My sister I, my sister has not owned a computer in 10 years because the phone applications have become so good that there is no need for her to buy a computer. She can do everything she wants on her phone.
0: Okay. And then all of those apps (laughs) have an ad or two.
1: (laughs) Oh God, dude. And then my sister, my sister's the worst. You should see the trunk of her car, man. It is full of trash that she buys everywhere and it's a lot of stuff that she wants to return and then she forgets the return period and it's all in her trunk and it's just like that sounds like me with woman, Amazon <laughs> don't give a woman space for Christ's sake cuz <laughs> there are some that will maximize it
0: well okay so the final the final layer to this and we've mentioned Facebook a few times already in this but i love how I, by love, I mean, it's interesting to me how Facebook has tried to respond to all of this. They've spent the last number of weeks trying to tell their users and just people in general that this whole apple Apple's new prompt for app for app tracking, transparency, and whatnot could hurt them to the point where now, um, the Facebook app itself will give you like its own prompt. That's like, please turn this on. <laughs> please well, let us still know, track you,
1: but you know that Apple already said the companies that do that are going to be banned. Really? And I think yeah, and I think that app I think that Facebook has forgotten. How is it that Facebook dethroned MySpace and hi Five? It's called them being the first to launch an iPhone app, mm. them being the first to adopt the concept of phone first. And so it's not in their convenience, man. You know, I, I find it funny how it's true. Apple has such power. That they can make or break a company, they can, yeah, they have the power to make or break anything. Um, I, who was it that I was watching a video? Oh, Marquez was doing a video about this app that would turn your 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 screen you know it would it, it's pretty much what we have now with a uh, night. Uh, you know, with night mode where everything turns a bit orange and they avoid the blue light. Like this used to be an app, and then Apple just said that it didn't fit into their guidelines. Mm-hmm. And out of the blue, six months later, we get the feature on iPhones and Macs and everything. And so Apple can make or break any company they want. And they say they say that it's in a favor of choice, and they're not lying when they say that. Yeah, But at the same time, <coughs> um, You know, uh, in the case of Facebook, I would really, the question is, and let me ask you this from a, like a direct question. Hmm. Do you consider that being tracked is ethical?
0: See, that's such a gray area because I think having control over it helps make it more ethical that we know we are informed that would help make it more ethical. But even Facebook's own rhetoric here, I actually have it pulled up here. Apple's new prompt is designed to present a false trade-off between personalized ads and privacy when, in fact, we can provide both. Really, Facebook? Really? I I, I present Exhibit A, Cambridge Analytica.
1: Oh my God. What are you doing with our data? That's where I draw the line. And it's not just that. The problem with targeted ads is this is how the whole 2016 election became a mess Mm -hmm. because they knew exactly how to target people and how to serve them the ads that would like they were able to categorize people based on their, not just the ethnicity, but behave buying behavior. So many things they were able to profile people. And based on that, each group was served different ads that reach the same purpose. Yeah. And so, you know, you get the 2020 election and then you realize that without a Cambridge Analytica, it really there was a you know, a couple million votes difference there. Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, and so it's, it's one of those things where, um, dude, I, I, I strongly feel that it's unethical. Okay, I strongly, I, I admire the brilliance of the tool and I admire how it's able to achieve what it does. Mm-hmm. My problem is anything. Anything like that can be used against you. Absolutely. It was already proven in 2016. Yeah. It was already proven. Because anybody and can so create
0: what? a piece of content and then promote it. And that's where they start to game the system to the point where you create these crazy like loopholes Not loopholes, but like echo Josh, chambers how and all many that.
1: People, how many people have you seen? that are against getting vaccinated. And it, it goes beyond political problems. Let's forget about the politics, but there are people that are against getting poli- vaccinated because they have read an article on an ex website that looks very New York, New York timesy, mm-hmm. but it's, it's actually a camouflaged far right, you know, uh, uh, website that's just spreading spreading conspiracy theories and they've got there was one that a group of friends of mine like dude i i had to argue with a friend of mine who was like yeah i know i i really don't want to get vaccinated because of that article that, that our friend walter just posted in a group of friends from church and i'm like oh my god oh my god and then i click on it and it's they're claiming that the pfizer ceo Or I don't know who is 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 not one. I know we're getting into another topic that we shouldn't. But the point (laughs) being is, without this ad targeting, yes, that article would not be as lethal as it is. Exactly, that article is not saving lives. That article is being used against your health and safety. Exactly, and dude, and they are so well written that you can confuse people. And so that is my problem. My problem is what happens when you give this tool to the wrong people? That, that's and where I'm I sorry, draw the line. Because
0: I, I think tracking, it can be ethical, but it, what, what do you do with that data? That can be ethical or unethical.
1: And, and I'm sorry, but I am going to say right now, I consider Facebook to be the wrong people. Same I consider, actually, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I consider that any company... That cannot figure out a way to survive without mining people's behavior is unethical. Yeah. I mean, look at, you know, I, I look at Twitter, for example, they, they don't need any of that stuff, like to, and they're a successful social media website. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I, I I can't back that up. I honestly, I have so many problems with Facebook on a personal level that I just I can't like they could sit in front of me and, and and try to convince me on anything. But I'm sorry. You've got so many geniuses in that company. Do yourself a favor. Find another way to make money. Come on. Don't make people the product. Yeah, really. Like I get it. I get it that you're giving me a useful way to communicate with my family, but don't but this is like stabbing me in the back. Don't give me, like you're giving, you're, you're pretty much tricking me into using your service. Mm-hmm. You're tricking me into the fact that if I allow access to my microphone, I can send voice messages or grab a voice recording. You're tricking me into that if I give you access to my photos, I can upload a photo. What I don't know is what else are you, you, are you doing with my microphone and my camera roll? Yeah. And if I can't control what you do, and there, have been, there is proof of misuse of our content on that social media platform, I'm sorry. I just, it's one of the main reasons why I pretty much left the platform. Mm-hmm. I just, I cannot. And that's why and I knew guys, this would like be the we, right
0: conversation with, to have with you is because, yeah, we both feel the same way about Facebook because it's it, to, to give up that data and then that data can then be weaponized, that's so hard. Like That makes it and, so hard and, and, to and support. And
1: here's the, here's the problem. The problem is this. Let's assume that Facebook is not involved in, in the misuse of the product. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have the power to gather the information and make logical sense out of it is something that should not, the the tool should not even exist. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying, is it ethical or not? Is it ethical for this to exist? No. For you to be able to create this information and, and pivot it and give it to me in whichever way will benefit my needs, that could be very peculiar. And again, we already saw it in 2016. Dude, like we can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I really, I highly recommend that, that people read Barack Obama's book, The Promised Land, where he he's like, this was one of the tools, this helped us, think about it, I'm a candidate without money, like, he, he's first, first-time senator, and then out of the blue, it just, he f- drove the momentum, and a lot of it was driven by social media, but then there is proof of how you can use it in favor of throwing out a message and as a publicity tool, But at the same time, for eight years later, we get proof of how, you know, in 2008, social media was not what it was in 2016, and Mm -hmm. we got to see it. Yeah. And we don't need that. Like, I really don't need to deal with that again. (laughs) I don't think any of us, I I I think
0: most of us don't want to, for sure.
1: Um, And unfortunately, And, and
0: unfortunately, it's a weapon that's used not just here. We're talking about the context of the US, but so many countries have had to deal with that too
1: right and and you saw it in the philippines exactly happened in honduras and so i'm just gonna say this every single person that's listening to this to this podcast is an adult you choose what you do Mm -hmm. i chose to disable any sort of tracking i would rather get diaper ads and actually that helps that way i don't buy any like (laughs) the 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 less tracked i am the less I'm given ads that will entice me to buy something. Sure. If I need something, I will know that I need it, and I will search for it and I will buy it. Mm-hmm. So I have personally chosen to disable it. But because everyone that's listening is an adult, you have a choice. You could do whatever the we could do whatever you want. It is your choice. So please don't come over in whichever comments or whichever social media platform <laughs> and come complain that here we are trying to manipulate you to get vaccinated. Not or at all. No, I, we're providing our personal opinions. Yes. Two vaccinated people are saying right now we're alive and well, and we were not injected the death serum from whatever it is that you read in your conspiracy theory. That said, if you want to believe those nut jobs- <laughs> You know, do whatever you want, like read your articles and live in that, you know, like it's 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 just live there fine do whatever you want. We're not trying to convince you if you have enough mind power and enough maturity to decide things for yourself, you don't need me to try to convince you against or for something. You're mm-hmm. going to be just fine. Now, if you do have a weak mind, then you do believe that this is the death serum that's going to be activated within I don't know how much time. <laughs> uh, I mean, We're like
0: all Manchurian candidate. We're just, we just oh all get activated.
1: Right. And so it's the same thing with tracking. Yeah. You are an adult. If you feel it's useful to you, fine. Do whatever you want. I am going to tell you that I disabled it because I feel that I should, I I love to be given the choice, but I, you know, I love, if there is one Christopher Nolan phrase that I love is the Joker in front of a desk, in front of the mob saying, if you're good at something, never do it for free.
0: Never do it for free. That's very true.
1: And so if I am good to make you money, I want a piece of it, period.
0: There you go. I think there's no better way to end this podcast than with that. Um, I do want to add one last point, though. Um,
1: go, go. Just
0: saying, you know, um, Jaime and I have been able to hang out, and if any of you out there haven't been able to hang out with your friends, we were able to do so because we followed guidelines, and now we can live in without biologically based fear. <laughs> Uh, because we're both vaccinated so just put it that way you know if you miss your friends make the right choice
1: no and listen live your life dude you don't believe in that see like you don't believe in that perfect you know it's just more vaccines for people that really want it Mm -hmm. right now there is a huge shortage of vaccines for the rest of the world and all this excess is only allowing these vaccines to be relocated into countries that need it. I lost my grandfather to this pandemic, which was my dad. He raised me as a child. I lost one of, I lost two of my best friends. I have lost even not close friends. Uh, I have lost so many people to this. It's funny when they're like, "Yes, no, this is the death serum," and so many things. And and it's like I'm like, wait. So you're telling me that the pandemic was not that? That was not lethal. <laughs> I'm like, do you really understand what you're reading? But then again, I'm like, listen, this is a free world. Read, believe, do whatever you want. Just don't jump in the comments and try to convince people about your conspiracy theories. Because sadly, you're not experts. The conspiracy theorists, they're not experts. Mm -hmm. The CDC, those guys, they won their degrees. They know what they're doing. And guys, this isn't the first pandemic I've been dealing with so many because of the industry that I worked on before. And so this is not a joke. And that's, you know, that's it is what it is. And Josh, again, dude, you and I have fun. We have our ramen. You know, (laughs) we, (laughs) we get to hang out. And I love the fact that now you can be outside without a mask if you're vaccinated. Yeah. Meaning we're fine so yeah there you go
0: and you know what we're gonna keep we're gonna keep having those good times yeah i'm
1: actually i'm gonna get one of those chain one of those chains to put on my neck with like my vaccination form (laughs) on my chest and be like get out of my way damn it
0: don't forget to put an air tag on it just in case of course (laughs) put it right in the back all of the links for Jaime and myself across the internet are found in the show notes. You can follow Now over at Pocketnow.com, where you find the latest headlines. You can find Now across all uh, social media networks at Now, and then go over to the YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Pocketnow for videos that are coming out basically every single day. With all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this edition of the Now Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for kicking it with us, and we will see you in our next episode.